it good for you? Hi, welcome to the Lesbian Podcast. This is Charlie. I'm Jay Church. And we have a guest host in today. She's a friend of ours. Her name is Abby. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. No problem. So we've actually been talking about having her on a therapist, uh, a therapist-related show, because she actually is... What do you do? Can I'm you tell? actually a therapist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in the flesh. <laughs> She's not lying. But you said that you are opening your own practice soon? Yeah. Yeah. So do you work for a clinic right now? or what I work do? for a nonprofit oh, uh, right awesome. here in San Francisco. And all of our clients are on welfare. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see all of them for free, which is pretty great. So we get to see their kids and their parents and families and couples and whatever they need. That's so, exciting. Yeah, so sometimes really you have group sessions? Like meaning with the whole family yeah. together? Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Depending on mm-hmm. the issue and we kind of do our own clinical assessment to see kind of which family members need to be seen together. And But most of the time it's individual. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, did, do you have a lot of LGBT persons in that? You know, we don't. We don't. Interesting. Are you yeah. wanting to move into that area? Definitely, definitely. I, it's interesting. It's, um, it's with the populations that we work with, um, which are low income, particularly mm-hmm. they live in um, the public housing in San Francisco. Um, I would say a lot of the sort of sexual identity issues um, really haven't been spoken about in their communities or culture. So over time, when trust is built, you find that more people are coming out to you mm-hmm. as um, treatment progresses. Um, so, but initially, they're really fearful of mm-hmm. kind of talking about those issues. I'm sure yeah. it's kind of hard to talk to a stranger. You have to build trust. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so what did you get into last weekend, Abby? I know I saw you on Sunday for a little Jewish brunch vegan brunch. <laughs> I got to meet the the Jewish East Coasters. <laughs> which take me yeah, back. I love. Joe, it. I was talking to them. Talking. We were talking. Talking mm-hmm. all day long all and eating. We, I know. Coffee talk. We were missing the bagels and lox. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. She had matzo brie. We had matzo brie. Matzo brie. I'll yeah. never yeah. pronounce it's that right. right. You're, you're a goy. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> a goy? Is that a non-Jew? That would be a non-Jew. Like a gringo? I love well, it. it. Be, a goy would be... I thought we were Gentiles. Jews and Gentiles, yeah. Well, a shiksa would be a non-Jewish woman. Uh-huh. So, and a goy, I think, is more so of a male oriented. Sounds kind of sexy. It sounds kind of sexy and a little <laughs> racist. <laughs> it kind of has that. Do sting. the Jews have anything for like any kind of term for Asians or no? I, Everybody's a shiksa. <laughs> I think so. Or a goy. Or is this goy. Yiddish? There may be something in Yiddish that I haven't, you know, found out about. She won't or, talk about yes. it on air. But yeah. wait, these these words, the goy and stuff like that, that is Yiddish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, everybody knows Joe, but she had her parents in town from Flo- Florida. Florida. <laughs> Joe is actually the one who hosts U-Haul it for anyone just tuning in our dating show. Yeah. And um, originally from New York. Exactly. <laughs> um, as are you. Um, and she hosted a little brunch action, and her mom was cooking the uh, matzo brai. Matzo brais, which is kind of. I guess she was saying it's kind of like. Uh, the Jews toast. version of French toast. Mm-hmm. So it was really good with when a little bit of jam. When you can't eat bread, it's uh, a great substitute. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. 
probably lower in calories. So I'm thinking when the about Jews the were crossing it. the desert. Is that it was well, during those forty this is days? Good. You were <laughs> I was totally tell the Jewish girl about her religion. No, I love it. This is no, because I love it. I I mean, everyone knows about my my Jew fascination. So anyway, <laughs> she's been working on her accent in preparation Exciting. for coming. <laughs> it's only a specific portion of the Jewish population she's yeah. interested in the the New York Jews. Well, didn't didn't you do a segment on on Jews? No, oh. we had Carly on. Oh, oh our resident Carly Jew, on. the resident yeah. Jew. <laughs> okay, yeah, we love the Jews. Um, but anyways, I went home and took a nap after eating so much, and I didn't even drink any of the mimosa. But there was like I don't know five bottles of champagne. And what did you do? Did you go home and take a nap too? No, I continued the partying. <laughs> I literally entered my house, and my roommate had some sort of juicy cocktail Cosmo concoction. Nice. So it just continued. And on a Sunday, it's yeah, it's a little I mean, rough. What better day? I what need to train day? my roommate so that when I come home, he's waiting with a Cosmo in hand. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good for my practice. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. People can relate. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, though, at least when I think about the therapist thing, you know, you got someone laying on a couch, someone talking to you, soft music. What are you missing? A cocktail. Oh, I see. I mean, really, doesn't that just loosen things up a little bit? But you want the session to end at some point, not like for them to (laughs) like going on exactly. You're being paid by the hour, right? I mean, that's not always bad. Keep the cocktails coming. It's it's not always bad. The truth serum. (laughs) That's my hypnosis. Awesome. Yeah. Instead of a Brita, I have just vodka. (laughs) Triple filtered. Triple filtered vodka. Oh, that would be. Delicious. So <laughs> Delicious? What do you mean? She's trying to advertise her. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sure that's against some medical Abby association. Zimmerman is not a drunk. Okay, <laughs> anyway. That's good marketing. Yeah, seriously. The therapist who's not a drunk. Oh. I can see your business cards now. Oh, I know. It's, it's got a ring to it. <laughs> All right, so we've got a great show for you guys. We have also have um, Melissa Vignales back with us to talk about kink on the cheap just in time for Folsom yes exactly dust off your leathers <laughs> clean off your clothespins and as always we uh, have Q News and Rainbow Rumors so let's get into Q News Q News Queer News you can use Okay, so this week in Q News, um, we have more talk coming out of Washington, D.C. regarding the repeal of DOMA, which is a long past due. Mm-hmm. So in an article on the Huffington Post, um, longtime Oregon Congressman Earl, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name, has said he made a huge mistake in 1996 when he cast his vote in favor of the Defense of Marriage Act. I'm slightly amazed it took him 13 years to realize this, yeah. but you know, better late than never, whatever. So in his post... Um, Congressman Earl apologized. <laughs> it's like Blumenauer or something, but I'm going to butcher it either way, so just know it's along those lines. Um, Congressman Earl apologized for his ultimate arrogance in making political calculations on the basis of other people's civil rights and identity as human beings. He also called upon others in Congress uh, to vote with him on DOMA, to, or I'm sorry, to join him in support of a bill that would repeal DOMA. So this bill, this bill apparently was introduced uh, by another congressman, Jared Nadler, and Congressman Earl is a co-sponsor, and they're working together right now to see that, uh, for whatever reason, 
people should join in this, supporting this ill-advised measure to take this opportunity to correct the record and elim- eliminate an injustice. So, I mean, repealing DOMA really just makes sense. Like, I don't know why marriage ever became a state right when it affects so many federal areas. Like, I don't know, taxes, for instance. Yeah. Um, so this is good. This would this would this would help a lot of areas. The military, taxes, you know, moving from state to state. <laughs> the list goes on. Um, So now into the world of sports um, With an update on the South African runner We talked about on the last episode Who was forced to undergo gender verification testing Uh, South Africa has actually filed a formal complaint with the UN Over the treatment of Castor Semenya I think Semenya is your last name Um, So, I mean, I mentioned earlier in the week on my blog on the website that I'm somewhat horrified that this has been such a public issue. You know, normally this is like an intensely private, I think, test, knowing whether you're male or female or in the middle or whatever, you know. And I thought they ordered this the tests not to be conducted originally. Well, I mean, the entire process of gender testing, according to Let's Get Real, or uh, the article on Let's Get Real I was reading, is normally supposed to be not in the open. And it's supposed to be done quietly and privately, and it's a policy of the International Association of Athletic Federations um, to do it privately. Uh, unfortunately, they've repeatedly violated their own policy. This poor young woman, I mean, was she 17? Yeah. Her sexuality and gender are yeah. all out there for the world to see. This girl's going to need some therapy. <laughs> and who better she should be calling Dr. Z. Just a plug. Z. No, Just but plug. really, I mean, it's, it's, so it's such a... Well, and she's already been like, um, she's on some South African magazine. They tried to make her look more feminine. And I just Mm -hmm. like, you know, why? Why go through all this at 17? Like, why should you have to look more feminine if that's not what you're feeling, you know? I know. She's athletic. And wasn't, weren't they saying they're going to take her medal away or something? Well, they, I mean, they've been threatening that. There's, there's a issue about whether she might be banned from the sport in general. And I've heard or I've read some reports that, like, she might be suicidal, which, I mean, can you imagine being 17 and, like, you've devoted your whole life to this one area and all of a sudden you might be banned for something that's really not even your fault. You haven't cheated. You haven't done anything. And the reality is is that she potentially would never be able to compete again because she wouldn't fit for the male races and she wouldn't fit for the female races. She's in that terrible in-between and doesn't feel like she has a place and like you said just has devoted her entire life to running yeah and now can't compete that's ridiculous yeah so well there's there's apparently a policy where for trans athletes i believe trans athletes in some instances have been allowed to compete on the international Mm -hmm. stage and under this policy where they can take hormonal treatments for a certain period of time i think it was about two years Mm -hmm. um so as to remove any advantage they might have had before a transition And South Africa is arguing that this should be the same policy for intersex persons as well. Which is great, I suppose, on some level, that she might not be outright banned from this sport that she's put her whole life into. But really discouraging to me on another level that she's forced to take hormones, which basically alter her makeup. I mean, I don't really have a good answer for this, because, I mean, clearly there's instances where there isn't an advantageous situation, you know, and you want to keep everything fair, but at the same rate... I'm not sure forcing someone to alter their, like, body makeup is a good choice either. I don't know. Not good. 
That's just a sad situation. I it is, altogether. I mean, the worst part of it, I think, is that it's been so private, aside from whether she's going to be banned from the sport or not, you know? Public, you mean? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> it be so private. You said private. Yeah. It should be so private. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in another story about draconian discrimination policies, <laughs> Elton John is apparently too old and too gay to adopt. What? Go figure. So There's the age cap? Oh, I guess. In the Ukraine. How old is he? Uh, he's getting up there. 60s or 70s? I don't know. Probably. I'd say 60s. At sorry, least. Elton, if yeah, that was sorry. overshooting. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it's probably a fair guess. Okay. So, um, In the Ukraine? I'm sure our UK listeners will let us know. Okay. So, Sir Elton John and his partner tried to adopt an HIV-positive baby from the Ukraine, but were denied. And according to the Ukraine Minister of Family, Youth, and Sports... I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name either. Said yesterday, it's just a bad day for names in me. I'm sorry. Courier producers laughing in the corner. <laughs> Said yesterday that Ukrainian law only allows for married couples to adopt children and also restricts people who are more than 45 years older than the child from adopting the child. This is yet another example of anti-gay rhetoric defying logic. I can kind of understand the 45 years older because right. you have that woman who was like 60 and gave birth to twins and like that's kind of ridiculous because... I don't know. Is she going to be there? Yeah. Are you going like, to be there? And are you going to really be able to keep up with them? And right. In the case of Elton John, I'm sure He's he has so plenty of money, money to get nannies, you know? So I'm not so concerned with him being able to keep up with them. But, yeah. I mean, the gay part, this kid's HIV positive. How many people do you think are trying to adopt an HIV positive baby? And here you have a perfectly... Loaded. Loaded. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. And he can provide, like all the financial resources and like medication for this child and he's done tons of work for the aids community i'm sure he's very familiar with like the disease and its care and stuff like that who i can't think of very many other people who are more qualified so is it specifically just the ukraine that has denied him this adoption well Well, yeah he tried to adopt from the ukraine i don't know that he's tried from anywhere else but i mean i wonder what their philosophies are on on gay people are they is it a homophobic kind of legislation judging from this i would say so right well meaning that it's not about age at all but they were but that's the Uh, only thing that they can actually kind of pinpoint and say well no you have to be married too you have to be heterosexual married couple right so So he, he missed on two points yeah so i'm i'm really curious what the life what the lifestyle is going to be like for an HIV positive child orphaned in the Ukraine as opposed right. to like living with Elton John. <laughs> Imagine what's going through that kid's head. Like, I could be I Elton could be John's the kid. the of England. Well, right he's now. a baby, so he's probably thinking, God, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'd love a bottle right now. Oh, he's a baby. Can somebody just put me oh. to bed? <laughs> I thought he was a child. Stupid. <laughs> but I'm sure later in life that thought will go through his head. <laughs> That's God, the biggest Jay bummer Trigger. you're told. Hilarious. <laughs> okay. So, and finally, will marriage protection become the next voter initiative? There's a guy, John Marcotte. Marcotte. I'm really bad at names today. I'm so sorry, guys. Today. Yeah. John, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> a California man with a history of pulling social pranks is collecting signatures to get the California Protection of Marriage Act, which would ban divorce on the ballot. John calls his voter initiative the logical extension of Proposition 8, the controversial measure which last year added only marriage between a man and a woman is valid or recognized in California to the state's constitution. John, 
has tongue firmly in cheek. His website is subtitled Safeguarding Marriage from the Evils of Divorce, and supporters can buy a t-shirt of a chained-together bride and groom reading, You said till death do us part. You're not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's hilarious. Creepy. I know, but it's so true. Like, you want to protect marriage. He's the only one actually protecting marriage. Exactly. The only way to protect marriage is to ban divorce. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I all agree. other social forms totally of freedom. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this website is saying, but his point is valid since many of Prop 8 supporters cited defending traditional marriage as the reason for pushing for gay marriage ban. For pushing for the gay marriage ban. Shouldn't they also be supportive of the California Protection of Marriage Act? I mean, the greatest threat to marriage is divorce, so... Good luck, John. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. That's my favorite news item. I know. I thought I'd end with that. I like trying to end on a good yeah. note. Yeah, that's good. The other ones were kind of depressing. And it really makes a good segue into Rainbow Rumors. Woohoo! Rainbow Rumors. So you all know Jane Lynch, who is an out actress, who was recently, or not recently, but I guess most people will know her from... The L word, she was the lawyer um, who ended up dating uh, Sybil Shepard. Sybil Shepard. But I always remember her from Best in Show and like all those uh, movies. Um, Is that the dog show? Yeah. I still need to see that. Now she's in Glee. Yeah. Now she's in Glee and she plays a cheerleading coach on um, my new favorite show. Glee. Besides True Blood. Um, <laughs> her character has some of the best lines because she's always really witty and sarcastic. And uh, she plays Sue Sylvester, who is coached to the Cheerios and is the arch nemesis of the Glee Club. So I feel like she always plays the same character with a different job title in wardrobe. But I love her. She does she it really well. Has, she just always has the funniest lines. And I guess, like, there's been Emmy talk already, so the show's doing nice. really well. She's Not got incredible well. timing. She's one yeah. of those people she's who could just, really sit, like, kind of sit there or stand there and not say anything, yeah. and she's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's really a gift. With a total, total blank face, like, totally deadpan and just hilarious. So, um, she's one of my favorite actresses. Um, I really liked the Glee Push It rendition. Did you see it this week? No. Push it? Glee. Did you okay, said my favorite Glee. uh my I've been kinda watching it on and off, but my favorite performance of course was the journey cover, so don't stop believing. I don't think that comes out until this week. Did you watch that on YouTube? No. I already watched it on Hulu. Oh, alright, you win. Alright. I think you're behind. I might be whatever. behind. It's very possible. Anyways, um Olivia Wilde, if you guys watch House, um, was voted the sexiest woman alive by Maxim Magazine. She, she always seems to play the bi-curious or bisexual roles. Um, she's been on the OC, and she's also known as the sexy gay doctor on House. And, I don't know, I saw, like, if you guys want to check it out, there's a two-and-a-half-minute video. Um, Corey and I were <laughs> Corey's watching, giving it the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, earlier. It's a really hot... Uh, video of her bikini photo shoot in GQ. She's also on the cover of GQ. So go to AfterEllen.com. <laughs> I love that Corey's over here with the thumbs up. Yeah. That's hilarious. Petting a cat on his lap. Seriously. Know, right? <laughs> and I'm sure everyone's crossing their fingers that life will hopefully imitate art. Definitely. I didn't even know there was a gay doctor on house. I'm going to have to start watching it again. She's bisexual. 
But she's dating a man right we'll now. We'll count it. We'll, oh, well, maybe we won't. She's dating a coworker. Anyways. Right. She'll come to her senses. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> improve the ratings. <laughs> totally. Sure. Totally. Um, Abby, did you watch the MTV Awards? I the did music not. Awards, the VMAs. We found the no. one person who didn't watch them. Yeah. Pop well, culture and I don't really get along very well. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Lady <laughs> Gaga, you know who that is, right? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she. Recently, I wish I didn't know. <laughs> I know. Seriously, uh, she had some of the craziest costumes. One of which I think she was trying to channel Carrie. She had like the this red, blood red uh, lace, like crown slash dress it was crazy but she recently announced that she was bisexual and that her boyfriend feels threatened by it i thought she previously announced that she was a hermaphrodite and then like denied that so i don't even know what to believe from her well, now i'm sure everything's uh you know to get yeah you know she's the queen of the media yeah exactly um but anyways i loved her acceptance speech yeah that was she good one was it the the best newcomer award she won something? best best wardrobe yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, she said she put her popcorn, uh, you know, award up, and she's like, "This is for God and the gays." And I thought that was the most awesome acceptance. I'm a big ever. fan of anyone who puts us on the same plane as God. Yeah, I mean, we're totally on. Even I think we should have a moratorium. Level. Is that the word moratorium? Moratorium. <laughs> I mean, how do you just? Is she? Did you drink today? <laughs> I don't know. It's only six o'clock. <laughs> Either way. How do you feel about <laughs> actors or shows kind of using gay to kind of increase attention? Like Katy Perry. Like Katy Perry yeah. Oh, we dogged Katy Perry from I'm episodes sure on here. Oh, we don't, that is the we don't worst really song like ever. It. But is that all? Is this is sort of also kind of like another part? Because obviously Lady Gaga has a huge I, gay following. Yeah. And I so think it's she like, keep going. Maybe dabbles with women but i don't i don't know i'd I don't, be surprised if she was actually dating a woman um i think she she's using it as a publicity thing. either way though she didn't make a song about something she's never done right like if she wants to say this is for god and the gays it's fantastic she's not saying like it's not necessarily representing her she yeah. might just be saying you know to her fans that are gay a lot of gay men and we yeah. do give her a lot of support you know so i mean in some ways, we're probably a lot like God. Not for her, for her costume, though. <laughs> when she prays, she's actually praying to gays. Yes. Yeah. Gay revenue money, please. <laughs> please, gays, give me another top ten hit. Yes, exactly. See? So it all makes sense, yeah. really. Yeah. And then my favorite piece on here is Ellen is now going to replace Paula Abdul. On American Idol, and Abby is raising her hand because she wants to say something. No, I it? no, I actually oh, know love. that fun oh, fact. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm I'm an Ellen fan. Yeah, who, who is isn't? Really? Yeah. It's like your I'm, lesbian duty. Yeah, it is my lesbian duty. <laughs> she's pretty funny, um, but she's also going to be on the cover of O Magazine. She announced on Today's Show. Um, she's the second person to actually share. A cover, share the cover with Oprah because you know Oprah doesn't share mm-hmm. the cover ever. Um, the first being Michelle Obama. So hi, second person being second person sharing the cover with Oprah is a big. gay icon. So it was pretty awesome. Very nice. So yay for gays. Yay for yay gays. Yay. And that's all I have for you guys. I think we should just maybe replace the word God with gay. Yeah. Every yeah. time you say God, just say gay. Gay yeah. bless you. <laughs> 
It's got a wing thing to it. Oh my gay. I'm totally gonna start. Oh doing my gay. That. <laughs> that is a that is an excellent idea. Huh. We should do that on all our Twitter reports OM and everything. Oh, I'm gay. <laughs> Gee, it works. Abby, you have the most awesome ideas. <laughs> Thanks. Ever. That's why we brought her on the show. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our interview. We're doing Kink on the Cheap with Melissa Banyales. As a disclaimer, we should note that we're not responsible for any damage you caused to yourselves as a result of <laughs> listening to this show, so don't be stupid. Just listen, follow closely. Corey and I had a lot of questions. It's okay if you do too. You can write in. We'll try and get answers for you. But just know that we're not accepting any responsibility. Okay, on with the interview. All right, we have one of your favorite guests back in the studio right now, and her and Charlie can't stop laughing, so we're off to a good start. Well, because our producer didn't record, like, the last 20 minutes of, like, chatting that we just had. Valuable skill sharing is what happened. But we don't want to give those skills out to just anybody. Right, exactly. We've got to hold those close. Hold them close. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can't tell already about her laughter, we have... We have Melissa Banyales back in the studio. Hello. <laughs> and she is here to share some tips with us about how to do kink on the cheap. On the cheap. On yeah. the cheap. Because in this economy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Who can afford $100 dildos anymore? And when you're unemployed, you have all the time in the world to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just fuck the troubles away. That's what I say. <laughs> Wait, can I share a quick story? Of course. <laughs> so can, you, can you share a quick story? <laughs> Nothing's so, quick today. I, um, yeah, I was talking to a coworker the other day and I have a new job. I'm not going to share what it's about, but, um, it involves <laughs> drinking and, um, Go figure. So <laughs> your job is you drink <laughs> part of the job is to like, I mean, people drink on the job. Okay. If you can deduct where I work now, but okay. anyways, so we were talking and we we're talking about like, you know, our experiences with dildos and this girl's <laughs> total workplace conversation about how when she was 15 she wanted to make her own dildo hey and this is also another kink on the cheap i mean you could try this okay but but let's 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 Let's, let's say, reel <laughs> let's reel it in just for a minute. King on the cheap does not mean harm yourself no, or no, others. No, 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 no. It because your ass is so fucking cheap. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was experimental. You're willing to, you know, no, there's cleave no... purple goo out of your vagina <laughs> because disgusting. because you decided that it was cheap No, to do X, Y, or Z. Okay, so what she did was she didn't harm herself. That will not happen today. No. Okay. Um... She took a condom and she's like, well, you know, it's in the shape of a penis and decided to pour wax into it. And I was like, well, didn't that just melt the latex? She's like, no, it just expanded like a balloon. So that's not going to work. And I was like, oh, well, what you could do is just put it in like, I don't know, like a Coke bottle or like something shaped, something that's hard that's also shaped like a penis, put the condom in and then pour the wax in and then you get the shape of a penis, right? I've never seen a Coke bottle penis. Whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not an aficionado, but you know. A cup 
Anything. Anyways. <laughs> a cup, really? <laughs> a cylindrical. <laughs> wow. Shape. I'm glad. I love that you guys were like analyzing we how to make a dildo <laughs> at work over drinks. Over drinks. <laughs> over drinks. Are and you then, guys supposed to be drinking at work or is it like, no, you're not? They're working at a well, bar what, sponsored by Good what, Buds or something. Exactly. <laughs> like, what, what job can you drink on? <laughs> and make dildos. I mean, and man, talk, talk about, about dildos. You can probably make one there no one would care are you kidding wow so that was my contribution to the king punch i say don't try this at home okay kids. first of all you're a tease did she even use it did she how far did she no, get because it expanded it became it, it became like a balloon it's a dildo balloon because you know how when you pour yeah. something into right right so, so you can't use it. I mean, how are you going to get it in? So what did she do? She didn't. She, it was, she was experimenting. She was 15. Still. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Melissa's wow. like, at 15, I was operating a shop in the back of my house. <laughs> I know. Okay. God. How old is she now, though? She's in her 20s. Yeah, see? We were just sharing I was. It was a long time ago. Yes, when I it was a long time ago. It was a different era. <laughs> different era. <laughs> Let's just say Good Vibes was, wasn't a co-op yet. Just kidding. <laughs> they were always a co-op. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so what, what did you bring for us today? Well, I didn't bring anything except my own wisdom. knowledge and wisdom <laughs> of my own experience. Um... Well, first of all, there's some things that you can probably get at ye old dollar store <laughs> that are very kinky. Okay. So, for instance, let's clarify something. Okay. There's a difference between sex and kink. Right. Okay. You know, anybody can have sex. Kink is kink is the part where you're trying... And I, I don't want to say this as a fixed definition, but right. the fun part about being kinky is that you're trying to get the same results as sex without having sex, right. quote unquote. Right. So without actually necessarily, you know, uh, even getting naked, but still getting off. So right. that's kind of the fun part. And that's why you can actually, you know, it doesn't actually take $100 dildos. <laughs> you can actually do this. Get with some supplies from your dollar store. I'll never look at the dollar store the same way. <laughs> no, you will not. First of all, candles. Candles are one of the cheapest, easiest, kinky things to do. Um, I recommend that you try to get something that doesn't have lead in it. Always be careful. If you go to like a dollar store or a cheapy store, dollar store, maybe there's some people across this great land of ours that <laughs> don't live in the land of dollar stores. Um, you know, the 99 cent store. Yeah. Your, your yield big lots. Your, you know. Well, there's one on the mission. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the lesbians are there. I call them, I, you know, I lovingly call them crap stores because they're <laughs> filled with crap. And I, and it's all crap that I think I need. <laughs> <laughs> so and I probably up- do need, but in San Francisco, the dollar stores are, are, are Kind of off the chain. I mean, they yeah. are really good. I think my roommate buys toilet paper yeah. there. My yeah. ex-boyfriend used to buy everything at the dollar yeah. store, even yeah. groceries. Yeah. Yeah. They, some of them sell produce. What? Oh. Yeah, I they sell fresh that. produce. Yeah, they sell fresh. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's. Was it's, it last a day? No, it's it's decent produce. I've eaten it. Oh. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but is it organic? 
luck. Probably <laughs> not. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's fine. Super JK. <laughs> um, candles are the are the first and foremost easiest, fun, kinky thing to do. I always say, first of all, make sure they don't have lead. Like, make sure. Um, also, make sure if they're in glass. If it's like. You know, some candles don't come standalone. They come in glass. Just make sure that, you know, it's safe to touch and when it's hot and things like that. And you can pour that. You pour the hot wax on somebody. Um, that's always fun. And they're really cheap. I mean, you can get like a bunch of them. Yeah. It's, and what's fun about it is some people are saying, well, I don't. That's too much hot wax. But I'm telling you, if you get the little ones and you just try a little by little, it actually will help you build up the the the, the trick to kink like is a, tea lights is it yeah tea yeah. lights um something a little bit bigger than tea lights so you have a good base to hold on to it yeah. so you don't drop it yeah that was um, <laughs> yeah some people like that kind of kink though yeah yeah <laughs> some people but <laughs> some <laughs> some people do <laughs> you can drive a car with your feet uh, wow. for our listeners Melissa's taking off her hoodie I'm taking off it's my getting hoodie it's hot in here it's gonna take off well, all you your clothes you thank you god I threw it on the cat though so i'm fired <laughs> um at any rate uh candles are, the, are the, by far in my opinion the most fun too because yeah. they last really long right and they have a million other uses right the, the great thing about cake god cheap is that you can be like totally on the D- dl and incognito no one has to know you're a kinky person yeah. with these items in your house you are totally safe yeah your anonymity is respected here right so candles number one number two clothes pins Oh uh, yeah, painful. plastic or wood? wooden is my, is better than plastic because wooden They're is softer. lighter and softer, and you have more control. I thought they were heavier than the plastic. No, ones, really. plastic. Yeah, mm. yeah, plastic and and <clears throat> excuse me, plastic uh, tend to be made. I mean, they're they they're just really tight. Yeah, they could really hurt you. Yeah. Even experienced players sometimes wouldn't use. The little tiny plastic ones. Yeah. You want to try and get something that's the size of your index finger. Yeah. What do you okay. mean by you have more control over them? You can control how hard. They, well, I mean, once they pinch, they pinch, right? They're yeah, but when you have the plastic ones and they're really small, uh-huh. they're easier to get out of your uh, hand and pop out. Oh, ow. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so when you have a wooden one, as I mean, we're all familiar with, yeah. you know, yeah. old school wooden totally. close yeah. pin, clothesline pins, they're wider. At the base So you can And you can actually Play with pressure More On someone's nipple On their body You know You can play with You know Pressure a little bit more And that is always fun And erotic A lot of kink Is actually around um, Sensations And body sensations and getting people's imaginations going. So those are two, I would say, of my top items you can find at your dollar store. Another one that I enjoy. Now, say you've upped the ante. All right. You're, <laughs> you've been playing with candles and clothespins for weeks. And Kick it up a notch. You're ready to get a little dirty. <laughs> what, what, else could you, what else could I use at ye old dollar store? Well, let me tell you. Chopsticks. What? Yes. What are you doing with chopsticks? Charlie's interested now. <laughs> what are you offended? No, I really want to know what oh. you would do okay. with chopsticks. Pretty much any wooden item is fun. Oh, for smacking? For okay. 
Imagine if you will. <laughs> Corey's face was priceless. <laughs> Look, I mean, this is what I'm here for. I'm here for you, podcast. Totally. And if you want to know, Come on, get on with it. What do you do with the chopsticks? <laughs> okay. What you do? What you could do? Just gonna throw out a little scenario. Yeah. Okay. So say you're tied up. Okay, you've got a blindfold on. I always like to to be blindfolded or blindfold another. It helps. It also helps, uh, you know, sensation. It helps with the sensation, sensory deprivation. Yeah, I mean, it's completely like. And for some people, and again, don't try this unless you're comfortable with it. Okay, yeah. don't ever try anything unless you're really honestly comfortable and and feel safe with it. But a lot of people actually like being blindfolded. They don't want to know. They don't really want to know exactly what you're using. It's more interesting to them. So say you're you're laying in the bed, you're blindfolded, you're tied up. And say you've got your nipples and some of these nice wooden safety pins. You can take the chopstick and bend it back and it can hit at the right moment. You can also do that on a woman's clit. And I'm going to tell you something. That will probably now. I, I mean, I can't. You can't quote me on it, but I have done it. Again, speaking from personal experience, and I'd never seen a woman ejaculate more in my entire <gasps> life. It was completely unexpected. Was it wooden too. Or plastic. It was chopsticks? a wooden, wooden chopsticks. Wooden chopsticks. We gotta give details you want to make listeners. Hello. <laughs> okay, and it's really clear that you make sure because some people break them apart and they splinter. Oh, no. Make sure you get, that you sand, you file down the splinter part, yeah. and. Um, don't get the cheap takeout chopsticks. But you like could get, get them like, at the dollar store and, I'll, and just file them down. Right. Or you could get nice porcelain ones. Those work too. The wooden ones tend to work better though. Yeah. Just because, again, it's a long, thin stick and you can bend it back and nine times out of ten they won't break. Yeah. But, you know, always be careful. You know, just, and I would say to kind of get the wood a little soft, leave it you know, just leave it oh, out at room temperature oh, a little okay. bit. Or you could put it in hot water overnight and then let it dry overnight um, to get the wood soft, which means you can bend it. It's flexible. A little bit more. Yeah. And like... Interesting. I yeah. love how cavalier Melissa is when she's telling stories. So <laughs> I hit the woman's clit with a chopstick and I've never seen a woman ejaculate so hard. <laughs> totally unexpected. I, just, <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be like, you know... Squirt-tastic. I mean, I really thought... And it was like a very precise aim, oh too, might I add. She, too, was surprised. She, Did you she'd never ejaculated before. Or she asked you to do it. I I was... I was... I was topping a nice young lady. <laughs> I feel very old. I was... It was a very long time ago. Right. When I was first... Because I've been... At, you know, as, as many of you know, I've, I've done submissive work. I've done a lot of different fetish stuff. And I, I, I've always been a bottom... But I've also I've also talked, and one of the things is I like to take my experience as a bottom and try it on others. Yeah, because I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. And I also think as a bottom, I'm very in tune with. Um, I know that place, so I kind of you know get an idea of right. where I would be at mentally, possibly you can kind of empathize. Yeah. Okay. and I just felt like you know she was already there, and I was just it was just so delicate the way I was hitting, and uh, yeah. Look at what else the Chinese have uh, invented. Gunpowder, wow, noodles, crafty and little sex motherfuckers. Toys. 
I love shout it. Out, shout out to Charlie. Shout out to the chain. Shout out to Chinese people <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. It's like awful. That's awful what we're doing here. Podcast. We're going to get some letters about that one. What I'm going to appreciate it when Melissa <laughs> was talking about Chinese people like that. I mean, it, Charlie's the one who said no, it. it's a Chinese okay, person good. talking I wa- about Okay, I only, as long as the Chinese person is <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. You get the Chinese card for the day. You're okay. fine. <laughs> you can have the Mexican card next time. All right, thank you. I'm Gracias. <laughs> so, so those are three like really simple, I like that. simple cool. items: chopsticks, <clears throat> candles, clothespins, other things too. I mean, people I think I've already heard this before. I feel, but you know, feathers, mm-hmm. anything that creates a sensation against the skin. You really get it. Ice cubes. So wait, when you go back, going back to the chopstick. <laughs> Walk back here with me for We're a minute. It all goes back with to the chopstick. <laughs> so when you hit when you hit the clothespin with the chopstick, it makes it vibrate. That's why it works. That that you you were just thinking <laughs> so technically. I love you. It's the attorney in me. It comes it's out that, of real Jay Church has to know <laughs> what the science experiment is. What's your hypothesis? So when you hit the chopstick, and at what a vibration is sent? What angle do you hit the clothespin? You should. Okay, I, I don't think. I mean, I mean, I appreciate. I appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> But I don't I don't think I, I think too deeply in that. If anything, it depends. Some people um, <laughs> like the added pressure. Maybe it is a vibration. I don't know. I I've never felt it done to myself on my own nipples, but I've done it to others. It works. Okay. It works. Moving forward. <laughs> oh. No, I mean I don't. I mean, but I I think that could be a good a good reason. You know, she's gonna ask you for step by step instructions. After okay, the possibly. Okay, if, if something yeah. really only, strikes my fancy, possibly. only for you, <laughs> only for you, baby. But um, but these are all things. And then the the good thing to remember is that kink can always be done on the cheap because it really takes your imagination. As right. cheesy as that sounds, the bottom line is you can get all the tools in the world, but if you really don't have the imagination. To actually, you know, to do that, it's it's gonna it's gonna make life hard for you. So the good thing to do sometimes is to actually um, go to a fabric store and just feel a bunch of different fabrics and feel how they feel against your skin. And also, you can get fabric swatches for free at a lot of fabric oh, stores. Nice. When, after you've spanked somebody, that. That fabric is going to feel You think it feels good now It's going to feel like A hundred times even better To somebody It's going to be just Amazing Contrast So you want to think Like that too Like you don't just want to think About stuff that hurts You also want to think About stuff that feels good Yeah So you know A fabric store Is also a good place to go to Just to get like Cheap fabric swatches Or things like that That just feel good Against the skin They also have a lot of Fun stuff like feathers Um, If you really want to get you know, if say you're, you know, define cheap, say your budget's a little more five to ten dollars ish, you can get some of these. Um, go to a place that has bamboo. If you go to like a plant store mm-hmm. or, um, you know, you those, you know, they have those bamboo rods to help plants stand up straight yeah. and stuff like also that. Also, another Chinese, uh, 
<laughs> Today's kink on the cheap brought to you by China. <laughs> Everything's made in China. Hello, including me. Brought to you by China. Introduced to you by Mexico. <laughs> That's also true for a lot of things. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all so I'm, what do you do? That's all I'm talking thing? about. You can um you you can also use that as a instrument. Um, but be very careful It's if like you, a cane isn't it Yes if you use canes and rods I really recommend that you go online And you actually Or read a book or you actually go to a workshop yeah. It's not something to be messed with Yeah, um, You can actually really cause Somebody permanent physical damage So what I would recommend is Say you're in the middle of nowhere Those, aren't, those things aren't available to you I'm going to recommend that you stand No further than five feet away You really want to stand close I would say two to three feet is is a good. Depends on your arm, your arm width, and how how hard you want to hit. You never want to hit the kneecaps, the the, the, the feet, the vital organs, the head. Um, you really want to stick to the nice fleshy parts. Yeah, breasts, um, bottom. Sometimes people like to get, and we call this in in BDSM the sweet spots, which is their thighs, right in the back of your thighs. Those actually have a million little nerves that get unused because you're sitting so much. So when someone even just slaps it, it's extremely like, whoa, okay, wakes you up. So that's also, you know, but again, you know, that's something that, you know, I would really recommend if you don't have a lot of experience with it, practicing first before you get in the bedroom, either, you know, um, like I said, in a workshop, in a book, researching it first, doing it on your hand first. You always want to know, like, you how need to test it how hard you're hitting yeah. And you need to test uh, Your hand's a good place Because even if you whack it hard You're not going to break your hand You're not going to really no. hurt Nine times out of ten You're not going right. to hurt yourself You really want to try it On your hand or on your forearm It's a very similar fleshy part of the body That gives mm-hmm. you kind of an idea Of wow that's how it feels on me And you know Listening to your partner um, To the person that you're actually You know topping In this situation Uh and kind of listening, not just to what they're saying, but listening to their body, right. you know, and listening to like, is this something they can handle? Is this okay? You know, really being in tuned. But it can be, I mean, that is the funnest, I would say one of the funnest, most inexpensive um, toys, even more than a flogger or a whip, is, yeah. is a really nice bamboo cane or a rod. You can, you can go a long way with that. Even just hearing the sound of it yeah. in the air the whoosh. yeah, can oh. really stimulate somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wrap up for today. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> so what have we learned? I got to be out of here. <laughs> or wrap you up, whichever you prefer. <laughs> We're going to be taking Melissa with us for a little while. So... <laughs> Uh, no, we we really wanted to thank Melissa for coming back with us today. Of course, we always you guys enjoy having you in the studio with us. It always gets hot up here. No. <laughs> Seriously, I don't need to wear yes. cashmere anymore. And Corey's Corey's done for. <laughs> Corey's like, oh my god, these lesbians. Corey's like, I'm learning so much. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Melissa, for coming into the studio again, and such perfect timing with Folsom coming up. Now everybody will. Have some ideas of what they can do after the parade. Or it's uh, not a parade, the festival. You know. For those of you non San Franciscan residents, Folsom Street Fair is 
the leather weekends of the year that Jay Church um, prepares all year for. All year. Um, but, you know, everybody joins in on the fun. There's a lot of heterosexual I've been crafting custom assless chaps just for this coming weekend. Exactly. Um, so we're going to we're going to go shopping soon, I think. Oh, I don't need to shop. I've been making Oh, you've stuff. got your outfit? Okay, Saran I need wrap to shop. and leather. It's all good. Oh. Yeah. Hope it's not too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually pretty hot. It is. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be hot. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's what's coming up this weekend and I guess that's it for us. All right, so dust off your dildos and clean off your clothespins. We'll see you at Folsom Street Fair. <laughs> Was it good for you?